talking about? I'm not getting paid for that. I'm not getting paid at all. <laughs> Would you like a salary? Maybe a wage? Maybe a, a, a stipend per episode? Yeah, obviously. That would be great. Great. From I'll, your account specifically. Oh, no. I'm going to ask our listeners. Um, Dagny's Venmo is, please send her 50 cents uh, per episode that you listen to, and maybe one day she'll make money. Do you think that'll work? What? I didn't actually give them your Venmo, though, so I don't. I, know. I don't. What is your Venmo? Either Dagny Ann or Dagny McCartney. Yeah. So if you're hearing this, please Venmo Dagny McCartney 50 cents Why? for every episode that's come out so far. <laughs> Um, and if okay. you're listening, my Venmo is Billy McCartney. Please send me $500. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, good, good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on, I don't know, liking things, being optimistic, having a good time. I'm a host. My name's Billy, and I co-host a show with my sister. Hey, who's that? My name's Dagny. I don't know if you can hear my cat. I'm sorry. I know that Wes is in almost every episode but he's currently trying to knock things off my desk again. Sorry, my name's Dagny. I have a cat named Wesley. He's adorable and also a menace to society. Good for him. I'm glad he keeps you on your toes. He stresses you out. He does. He's about to knock my water bottle over my foot because that'll be loud. Yeah, I just have a, anyway. uh, uh, a little gremlin of a dog and an elderly man who needs knee surgery. So actually, you know what? And so that $500- so your me- fiance's name? I wasn't going to say, I'm not going to say his name. No, no, no. My, you said an my, elderly man. No, my, my dog, Wally, is an elderly man. And he needs like $6,000 knee surgery. So um, scratch that other Venmo. Send me $6,000. Thank you so much. For Wally dog. Yeah, he is doing okay. He is not in any pain. He just needs knee surgery so that he can keep walking in his old age. And we're going to get it done. That was a b- bummer way to start this. Sorry, guys. Wally's doing great. He says bummer. hello. No, it's not a Wally is great. He's but also Venmo me, Venmo me $6,000. Um, that's a big ask. Yeah. Um, hey, Billy. here on Poptimus, we like to start the show by uh, doing a little <laughs> pop culture recap. And Dagny, I have to talk to you about news, pop culture news right off the bat. Insane news. news. Yes. Oh. First of all, I was very upset. I was very upset to learn that the Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix was getting a sequel because I've never it had. Is? Yes. It's getting a second. Oh, Dagny, I'm going to break this news live. Oh, I'm so excited. Why? Don't know. Good question. Why? Because my hot take on Joker is that Joaquin Phoenix is so good and delivers such an incredible, profound performance that it completely completely overshadows that the movie is hot garbage. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't think, I mean, I know people, there were dude bros who were really big fans of the movie. Yeah, no, it's very bad. It's um, honestly, if they didn't try to tie it into Batman, it would have made it better. Like nope, it could have, but nope. also it's still, I'm not, this is not me trying it's, to, I did not enjoy the film. It's literally two hours of an <laughs> unfunny man on Twitter saying white guys can't be comedians anymore. That's the whole movie and it's oh. atrocious. Now that being you said. Know, I did see it once and I honestly thought he died at the end, but I don't, I don't remember any. I can, I can tell you, I remember him dancing down the stairs, doing his little dance dance and that's. And then the talk show bit that, yeah. that, you know, that was big, but that is virtually everything I can remember from that movie. So not only have we confirmed that we're making a joke or two because That's God <laughs> has left us, <laughs> but maybe, but maybe it's going to be okay because all of the dude bros who loved the first one are currently angry on Twitter because it has leaked slash rumored that the second one is a musical. <gasps> I'm on board. And Lady Gaga <laughs> is in discussions what? to join the cast. 
No. And the hot rumor is that Lady Gaga might be playing Harley Quinn in The Joker 2, the musical. Which, honestly... That's more appealing than just hearing that there's a Joker sequel. Isn't that so funny? Everyone who loved the Joker 1 is going to be so mad about this. Everyone who hated the Joker, like myself, is suddenly going, okay, hold on. (laughs) What what are we... I mean, I don't have any faith in the script or the direction, but I do have faith in Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix being weird on camera together. So, at the worst, it'll be like Showgirls. Uh, which is a movie <laughs> I love that's very bad. Um, and maybe we'll get something great. Uh, literally before we started recording, I was just scrolling through Twitter, like losing my mind over this. That's a lot. Yeah. Maybe too much, but we'll see. It's, Time so will this, tell. This morning, this morning or yesterday, it was like Lady Gaga and Talks to join the Joker too. And then today, Lady Gaga started following a Harley Quinn roleplay account on Twitter. Uh, this is all just marketing. <laughs> <laughs> This is just a slow burn to lead up to what we all already know because of the internet. Yeah. Um, Which nothing's yeah. an exciting reveal nowadays. We all get these teasers. I just want to be surprised. But honestly, Billy, you surprised me. I hadn't been looking at Twitter and didn't know about the Joker to the Electric musical. Boogaloo at Electric this point. Part Dieu. Hot Joker part Dieu. I would love if it's just a, like if they just lean into it being terrible because I cannot, I cannot express to you how... I put off watching the Joker for so long. And when I finally did watch it, I just was like, that's it. That man has an Oscar. Um, Um, Well, uh, this is an optimistic show, but I know, I know. And it's weird. It's weird. I actually, I had to, I had a guy at the bar I work at the other day be like, you didn't like the Joker. And he kept pushing me on it. And he was a little tipsy. And finally it got to the point where I was like, I may never see this man again. I shouldn't say this at work, but I'm going to. And I was like, well, the problem I had with the Joker is that the first five minutes of it are are overtly racist and it painted the rest of the movie in a bad light for me. And I blew his mind. Like he was like, what? And I said, yeah, the movie starts with the Joker spitting a sign and he's harassed by a bunch of youths for no reason. They're just assholes to him because they needed to be assholes to him in the script. And then he and then he gets on a bus and he's trying to make faces at a baby on the bus. And then the baby's mom is like, oh, don't look at my baby. And she's a dick to him for no reason, too. And up to this point, he's the only white person on camera. So everyone who's been shitty to him are are people of color for no reason. And and so it really kind of drives home that the thesis statement of the movie is (laughs) it's hard to be a white guy now. Oh, you can't even tell jokes. Maybe I should go murder people and then society will like me. It's a really bad oh, film. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I can't believe it took me this long to go on a Joker rant on this I know. podcast. I don't um, think you've ever gone on a Joker rant just to me. I have um, problems with it. I have a whole I, lot of feelings. I can tell. But this is a podcast about liking things in pop culture and being optimistic. It is. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a pass on this one because I'm so sorry. I I suspect a year and a half from now we'll both be on here talking about how much we love the sequel. Uh, we could all pay off it'll just be a full circle our guest is like you're not gonna it's not gonna happen it will happen um i will come on here after joker the sequel musical comes out and say how wonderful it was even if it was bad no i'm not gonna hold myself to that no i will i will i will say these are the things i liked from it and i won't say a single bad thing even if it's garbage that's that's my mm, Yep, I'm going to do it. Anyway, what I want to say is a huge hot take, which is Stranger Things season four was super good. (laughs) I've heard Uh, that from everybody. (laughs) It was very good. And I have to say probably the best season since season one. Actually, it might be my favorite season. Um, 
because we got to go away from the spoiler. This isn't I, too much of a spoiler. It is yeah. in the first episode. And it's just not giving away anything exciting in the season. It's just we get to move away from the Demigorgon a little. We have a, a new iteration of the monster, which is what I've been wanting um, because we, we did so much Demigorgon to where I wasn't as spooked Demo-gorgon. by it. Demogorgon. Demogorgon, <laughs> sorry. Demogorgon. Apologies. Uh, let me just leave. Um, anyway, Demogorgon. <laughs> did I do it wrong again? Demo- yeah, that was correct. I'm just laughing at now that I've, I've totally broken Demo- your brain and I'm so sorry. Demogorgon. Yeah, I was on a whole spiel about um, well, how much I'm, I enjoyed um, season four. I uh, am two episodes in to season three because I'm on top of pop culture and I'm relevant. Season three is fun. I'd say it's better than season two. Yeah, which but, it already it already is. Season two is yeah. fun, but it's just a whole bunch of remixing season one again. And already yeah. I'm happier with season three. And I feel bad for putting it off for so long. Yeah, season three is a lot of fun. You get Billy. Billy's fun. Yeah, because he's, he's just a dick in, in season two. And now he's like an interesting. He's more of a dick, but it's more interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's a, a hot <laughs> hot asshole which we love uh a uh, uh, friend friend of the pod four, though friend of oh, the pod sorry. bear lyle i was telling him i was watching i told bear i was watching stranger things three and he's mm-hmm. like it's, he's like that season's completely unrealistic he i i can understand why unrealistic billy wants, with yeah he goes i don't understand why billy wants to sleep with nancy's mom when he's in a town with winona Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> and i'd agree i would agree fair enough fair enough um I will say we don't get as much Winona in season four as previous seasons, but I, I do enjoy when she is there. Um, it's a, I mean, it's always a lot of the kids, but it's like a lot of the kids in season four, um, young which adults. I think is a good thing. Excuse me, young adults. I know some of them are in their 20s. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. If you haven't watched Stranger Things, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, sure. One of the few things on Netflix coming I'm, out I'm that's s- fun to, that's, you know, creating traction for them. So check it out. I am in the process of catching up on iconic television that I should have watched already. Yeah. Um, I'm all caught up on Better Call Saul for the first time ever. I am obsessed with it. I can't wait. I'm working on Stranger Things. And guys, uh, don't hold your breath, but I might start watching Squid Game soon. I know. It's just going to blow. Get oh. the fuck out. <laughs> right? I Wow. I can't believe you still have. Oh, my God. I feel like Squid Game was a fever dream because I watched it so quickly and it feels like a fever dream. It's a quite a wild ride and I think you will enjoy it. And I swear to God, when you come on here and do a fake little buildup of like, I watched the show not many people know about it. It's like a great action. It's going to piss Don't me off. Call me out. I just, dare you? I know you're going to do it, but that's okay. I'll get to reminisce on the good times of Squid Game and <laughs> other pop culture news. Squid Game season two has officially been confirmed. It was uh, confirmed. I don't know why everyone's acting like this. This is I know it was like, confirmed. It was they confirmed just put four out. or five months ago. Like everyone's like, it got confirmed. It's been confirmed. I know it's they been... just put out. They put out a fun te- again teasers. They put out okay. a good one on Netflix, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's official! Official. We know now. Um, yeah. All right. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Hopefully, well, as much as, it up, but as much I, as I wish I had a, a real topic it. other than uh, Joker, this is enough time. I want to get to our guest. I'm very excited that he's back on the show. Yay! Um, I, uh, I'm very excited that he's here. Uh, you want to bring in the guest? We're good. We're feeling it, Dagny. Okay, great. I yeah, go for We're it. Going. Our guest is back, 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 back again. It is overnight TikTok sensation <laughs> Hunter Kennedy. Oh my god! Overnight. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Principal wanna... Sterling! You we don't read talk it. about that. Oh wow, apologies. I feel like I'm Santa in the. <laughs> I think you should leave. 
Um, <laughs> I we I, I don't want to get too far into your TikTok, but it is. Please let's not get funny. any far into it. We don't. We won't. But I I genuinely love not just because I'm your friend. I genuinely think they're very very funny. You can plug it or talk about it as little or as as much as you would like. But um, yeah, I'll plug it yeah. at the end. I guess I I had Sounds a class good. of uh, of seventh graders who uh, found me on TikTok, and so I started making videos just for them. <laughs> um and uh and then they went they went like semi viral like they went like like viral in the way that like a forty year old man would go viral. <laughs> like, um, they do pop up on my for you page every time though. I well, always see them. Well, damn in heaven, that's great. Uh, that's <laughs> and I, we like to hear and that. Uh, and Hunter, I do sometimes say to myself at work, um, Stephanie Fitzpatrick, if it is your first time seeing this, I'm so 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 sorry. See, and that's the problem. I can't. I don't even know what in the hell you are talking about. Right. I don't, <laughs> great, great. It's a part of that's, me I can't return to i guess it's like a i can't spend any time in that infernal app or i feel like parts of my soul exiting my body oh um, I, there are times there are times when i will have to like make i, I will go move your eyes move your eyes up from the screen yeah. and set i was like you have watched 86 videos in a row Mm-hmm. set it to the it's side like a poltergeist it grabs you like it will play videos until you die it grabs <laughs> yeah. your face and it will it will display things to you until it or you dies i fucking i saw a tiktok two days ago where a woman had didn't like uh like a history of teotacan the ancient city in mexico of course and like you're right <laughs> and just like like stuff that recent discoveries of 2020 but the first two videos were just like history of Te. i'm saying it wrong teotacan the history of the, the city and then the, mm-hmm. the the guy who found this wall and it was like and there were 23 walls and they tore down the walls and behind that come back for part three and part three wasn't up yet so i followed her that's how they and then get yesterday- you and then i yesterday i turned i opened up tiktok and the first video that popped up was part three and i said out loud oh fuck yeah oh, like, oh, <laughs> an junkie. oh bastard i've gotten yep. to the point where if i if anybody makes a two-part i get annoyed especially if it's something that can be condensed into yes. a one part all, all all of the ones that are like hair coloring it's like get ready with me and it's like i yeah like hair coloring and you wait for and three they do minutes the whole, they do the whole process of putting yep. the hair color and rinsing it out and they're like follow for the reveal and i'm like no just kill yourself yeah. sorry i shouldn't have said that <laughs> wow. i should have said that on the radio oh, craft, kill yourself yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, the thing, and, and TikTok is so like unsustainable. Like the business, it, like the person who made that three-part video about trivia. In three weeks, you're gonna see them making like this is how I make cheesy scrambled eggs. Like, follow me for more <laughs> cooking videos. It's like people <laughs> fucking adapt. Like it's like you're back in caveman times on that. Day yeah, now. that's what <laughs> I've, I've heard about. Like because I don't or haven't made i made two tiktoks and they were of my cat when he was a kitten because i was like the world has to see how cute yeah, my cat is <laughs> um but nothing since then but i've heard that uh to be like well there's lots of ways to be successful on tiktok you'd be like fucking charlie whatever the teenager who just happened to go big at the right time is, is what i understand happened i have no idea who you're talking about Am charlie I elderly? D- d'amelio 
Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, she yeah. just like happened to start doing the dance stuff right at the right time when people were all joining TikTok at twenty in twenty twenty. So it's just like she took off because she's time been accused out. of kind of shepherding other people's. Uh, when I say other people, oh, uh, um, <laughs> oh no, TikTok drama. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, I think she's like the appropriation uh, dance person, like the Lewis yeah. and Clark of like showing white people dances of other cultures. <laughs> Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. That makes sense. Um, I also, um, I don't, here's a hot take. If you ever go to like a high school musical right now and you're lucky enough to see maybe a dance number in the musical that's choreographed by the students, by a bunch of Gen Z kids, the choreography is atrocious because (laughs) they think TikTok dancing is real dancing. No. So they're on a full stage and they'll take like one step to the right and then move one arm. And it's like, sorry, you're not like on a camera. It's not like a vertical frame. There's a whole stage of space to fill. And they're like, what if I just go turn to the right, look left. And you're like, this is all horrible. It's all bad. I eat it up though. They have no idea. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say, just the the, way to be successful on TikTok is when you... The first thing you go viral for, just cling on to it and keep making that content. And apparently that will keep you. But also, like Hunter said, you have to keep adapting and, you know, keep up yeah, with I mean, there So are, there's no real science. There, there's I no real science. There are people on there that have like millions of followers. And the only thing they do is watch other people's TikToks and then just go like, yeah, that was, that was good. And then like, that's <laughs> the <laughs> end. That's the damn end. And then that man's going to try to sell me vitamin pills. I do not think so. Well, I don't know how to tell you. You've just uh, stumbled on the InfoWars. Me and Alex Jones are doing like a part-time show together. If you guys want to check it out. (laughs) Well, all right. Let's get into the show proper. Uh, This um, Here on Poptimist, what do we do? I know. I created it. We bring on guests who bring in something from pop culture that they love that's either obscure or uh, generally regarded as bad. And they talk about why they love it. Um, there's really a whole not not a whole lot of rules. We just talk about pop culture. Uh, and Hunter, if you're good to go, I'd love to hear what you brought for us today. Yeah. Um, so I went to the cinema uh, the other night um, with my dear wife, and I saw the new dinosaur movie, um, <laughs> Jurassic Park Dominions. And um, uh, have you guys seen it yet? Were there I minions have not. in it? No, but I have. Have you read the paste.com the, review? Oh, yeah, like the scorched earth review. <laughs> that is that is now my whole frame of reference. Sent like a soul that. arrow across the earth into Colin Trevorrow's heart and killed him. <laughs> my what? favorite quote. Sorry, Diane. A very scathing review of what is, um, man... So yeah, so so I'll, I'll get into it in a bit, Dagny. The new dinosaur movie. So the new dinosaur movie. So I I I have always had this thought, and when I went to go see the new dinosaur movie, I <laughs> think that it was kind of solidified for me. It is so hard to do a third movie in a trilogy. And so mm-hmm. I went and I looked at I'm gonna read you a list. A third movies and trilogies. Now, granted, this is a biased list. It is the so, is the worst. Um, Hunter, you can't know this because we're recording before the episode comes out. But last week's episode is all about Shrek the Third. Wow, this is perfect. This and is perfect. the week before was about trilogy or about oh, the prequel. So it was Wars about trilogies. Trilogy. Yeah. 
This is right off the This is good. This is great. This is good. I think it's yeah. hard to stick the landing. All right, here you go. I'm going to read uh, Rise of Skywalker, obviously. Garbage. Uh, Dark Knight <laughs> Sorry, Rises, depending on who you are and where you stand in America. Yeah, don't mind it. Don't mind it. Uh, <laughs> Blade Trinity, uh, again, depending on who you are, I like Blade Trinity, but that we will get into, we'll get into the, you know, the, uh, the, the deepness of it. Spider-Man 3. Godfather yeah. Part Three, Spider Man Three has also been on this podcast way back when. Yeah, Finger yeah. Gun. Yeah, Godfather Three. I've, I've heard is really it. bad. I it, have not seen it. It is. Uh, yes. <laughs> it, is <laughs> it is. Yes. Just uh, pretend it doesn't happen is literally what I was told. Yeah. When I they did at like the studio. Uh, <laughs> the the I heard that yeah I heard the new re edit yes. is much better. They did like a re edit where they're like we took all the movies and we put them together and th- like literally there's like ten minutes of Godfather theme like it is. <laughs> well, no, they they also um, uh, Coppola uh, basically said that he never wanted it to be the Godfather three because it wasn't a full sequel. It wasn't that kind of movie, and so he released a new edit called the Godfather re coda. And it's like it's basically reimagines the third movie as just a coda to the first two films and not a full sequel. And it's shorter and it's a different edit. And oh. everyone was like, was like, yeah, there's no way the studio would have let him release this back in the day, but they should have. There has yeah. to be a good it's edit of that movie. Like the people involved were so talented. I cannot imagine yeah. that there isn't like something good to be found there. I haven't seen it yeah. in probably like 15 years. Um, mm-hmm. but like I, my old roommate was like in love with that series and I think he was like an apologist for it. Um, and I, I don't really remember what his argument was, um, enough to argue it for him, but I wouldn't want to go back and watch it. I can say that much. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Matrix Revolutions, uh, Oof. Hangover Part 3, if you liked Hangover Part 1 and 2, <laughs> Um, Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, which uh, cut me hard. Uh, Taken three, if you liked Taken one and two. Uh, Terminator <laughs> three, Rise of the Machines, X Men: The Last Stand. Oh my god! The third dinosaur movie I see. Uh, Jurassic Park three. I think yeah. it's like it's it's really interesting to me. Like yeah, movies that, and I think we're a lot harder on a third movie because I think even yeah. good third movies sometimes kind of get dragged down into like the questionable category like uh i think pirates of the caribbean at world's end is like probably the best way you could wrap up that trilogy (laughs) they didn't wrap it up they kept making movies yeah well yeah but of the trilogy disney Uh, kept making movies i think gore verbinski was like sitting on an island like by himself (laughs) just counting the key yep um I also, I think about um, Return of the Jedi because that's widely regarded as a successful trilogy. And I always liked Return of the Jedi as a kid because uh, green is cooler than blue and his lightsaber was green in that one. That's all the reason a (laughs) six-year-old needs. Mm -hmm. But uh, 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 Return of the Jedi is easily the weakest of those three films of the original Star Wars movie. It's the one I remember the least. It's the one with like the race through the forest, right? Yeah, which I loved because I was like the only part uh, of Leia diehard. Cause that's great. That whole sequence is great. Um, it, but it starts in like Jabba's palace and we have like blind Han Solo and slave Leia. Uh, sorry. Uh, per Carrie's wishes. We're actually not referring to that outfit as slave Leia. That is, um, 
Hut Slayer Leia oh, or Leia the Hut Slayer. Right, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, he was sending she... her out on missions. I'm sure. Yeah, he was. He was really <laughs> yeah. he was slaying a bunch. I'm sure, and not no, no because she no because she slays because she slays Jabba the Hut in that outfit. Oh, well, yeah, she does. She she gets yeah. one slaying done in that outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, because yeah, yeah. she's That's... also slaying that look, kill me. <laughs> And that saying was very popular in the 70s or 80s. Oh, yeah. Slaying that um, look. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, of like really successful trilogies where I root, like, I can talk about the third one. And the ones that work the best are the Marvel movies because they broke the formula. Like, I don't think of Captain America Civil War as Captain America 3, but technically... I, I would, yeah, I would... I would say, like, Iron Man 3 is probably the most, like, solid trilogy capper of, like, any of those movies. Just because, like, it's trying to close. It's The thing about Iron Man 3 that's so, like, funny to me is that, like, I think it does a really good job of closing Tony Stark's arc. And then, like, within a year, it's reopened and not even questioned once. It's like he is yes. like he, he detonated every single one of his suits, and then like the next time you see him, he's got like a thousand more. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I mean, like I think in, in the MCU, like you'll never really get like true finality. Um, yes, I think even with a certain like MCU situation that's going on right now, with a certain character who my wife really really loves, who is dead who my wife has now like sworn off the MCU. And I have told her many times. Hunter, my fiance is in the dead. same boat. I my husband, you she's not dead. Yeah. There is, there is a number they will present to Elizabeth Olsen where her eyes will turn into dollar signs. Like it will happen <laughs> eventually. Give her a couple of years. Uh, Come on. Let her go. I haven't talked about it. I haven't talked about it on the show, but yeah. Um, Dr. Strange is, I think the, the biggest MCU misstep in like, five to ten years oh, man. Like it is. we could talk about I this thing because i really like haven't it. seen it yet but had an inkling about the elizabeth olsen thing but uh, yeah i, have I just seen hunter it yet. hunter for me oh damn it did i oh say. wow i did just do that huh it's okay it's okay i did do that yeah. I Billy I had told me that it. Sorry. <laughs> Billy had told me that it was not uh, that. I just I don't to think see in theaters. So bleep I, it I out don't for think... the podcast, though. You have to bleep it. All right, I'll bleep it. I'll bleep, bleep it. But bleep it's funny, name. so maybe I'll keep it. Bleep everything but, uh... I say to me, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, no, I just it's we won't get into that movie. But Hunter, sometime I'll talk to I'll talk to you about my problems with that movie because the. The biggest bummer for me yes. is that every is that everything that was Sam Raimi, I gobbled up. It just felt like the characterization and the script and the motivations for certain characters did not make any sense and was kind of rushed and a little garbage. I think like it kind of sucks. Like we, we're living in this weird time right now where you have like these directors that have like this like definitive style. And a lot of times in order for them to be able to do the bigger projects that they used to be able to do, like in the nineties and the early two thousands, they have to kind of like, there's limitations. (laughs) Like, it's like, yeah, you can come be crazy, but these are the rules for you to be crazy. Like, it's not like a big Lego set, which is like a bunch of miscellaneous Legos where they can like build something. It's like, these are the instructions for how to build the set. And you can like, be crazy, Sam Raimi, but like you, like things can't get too crazy. I- I'm reading stuff about uh, Lightyear right now about how yeah. the writer of that movie had been wanting to make like an original sci-fi movie for a very long time, 
and now this is the way that they're doing it and the only way that they can get it made is by putting it in a Buzz Lightyear, you know, situation and like setting it in this world and I'm hearing from people and reading that like those like the parts where they try to make it that are the worst parts. And I think like in Doc Strange 2, those were the worst parts for me was where like you could very much tell like Sam Raimi was like being like like a giant cane came and pulled him off stage and then like <laughs> someone came out and was like no that's not what happened this is what happened actually and then like we just got like a bunch of like you know setting up shit like it always is it's always just setting yeah. up shit it's all we're especially I after eat it up, damn it I eat it up <laughs> I do too I do too but it's uh, it's uh, uh like well uh, uh, Nick Jimenez said this to me the other night. He was like, "We're all comic books are always act two. We're always in act two, and now the MCU has kind of entered that phase. We're always in act two, and maybe maybe we'll get another big Avengers where we have a main villain and we wrap it up at the end. And it's it's like for this one moment we got an act three and an ending, and then you know two months later we get Spider Man four and we're back in act two again. Yeah, it's tough. Like I don't. I was telling my wife this the other day because she had never seen any of them and we did like a big rewatch but like i kind of felt that way going to see doctor strange too just because like i really like elizabeth olsen i like her independent films and so like when she's on like in the big superhero movies i'm always like girl get that fucking bag you know what i mean Um, (laughs) but i was telling her like i kind of have that like feeling but i don't think anything is ever going to replace the feeling that i had going to see both like Infinity War and Endgame and like the way that it did make me feel like a kid. Like we give a lot of shit to adults who are Disney kids and we make yeah. fun of them, but like th- this is that. Like I am a yes. I am a 30-year-old man who pays bills and like has dogs and waters lawns. Uh not just my <laughs> own, just my that's not my job. Um, <laughs> but but like I like I, I remember texting Nick Jimenez and like being like giddy and like going to his house beforehand and yep. doing uh uh a, 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 a bad drug that no one should ever do. Uh, <laughs> then you'll get very scared during the movie and think it's real and go into the arc light bathroom and kind of have to like talk yourself down in the mirror that you're not actually in the world of the movie. So go see <laughs> it sober. But oh, I don't think God. anything will replace that. Like it was so, it was like a world event. It was cool. And I think yeah. maybe that was the problem with Doctor Strange 2 was I actually went to see Spider-Man No Way Home with a bunch of people. Which, speaking of third movies and trilogies, I don't know if that counts, but holy shit. Yeah, um, very good. Yeah. Um, so, but that was, that movie blew me away with how good it was just as a film. Like, I completely didn't expect it to be half as good as it was. I loved it so much. And then with Doctor Strange 2, it was, there was so much that was like, all right, you have to have watched Loki and yes. WandaVision and yes. Doctor Strange 1 and Spider-Man. And the fact that the trailer was the post credit scene in Spider-Man made it feel like this movie was so important. This was like the next big Marvel event. All of the multiverse stuff has been leading to this. And, they, and then when the movie started, they were like, oh, no, 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 this is just another Lego piece in the multiverse story we're slowly telling yeah. over the next five years. And I was like, well, your marketing didn't do that. So no matter what happens... 
we're all a little let down by this. We thought this was like what we were building towards. And you said, no, 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 just kidding. Well, I mean, from their perspective, like I can see it because it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like they shake things up by killing off crucial characters. And we're like, that's don't do that. But then (laughs) then, like we're mad when they don't do like these huge swings. My favorite moment in the last 10 minutes or sorry, last 10 years uh, of watching movies and being in a movie theater. And I go to the movies a lot, very many um, was watching that dumbass CGI Snoke guy get like ripped in half by a lightsaber and having it like fly into someone's hand and being completely caught off guard. I will never forget the feeling of like, that was, Am I that was a phenomenal dreaming? moment. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And that, people were so pissed about that because they were like, I really like that character. And it's like, you killed, you know, like you sacrificed this cool character for like one like moment, but it's like, no, like stories like that are what make us want to go to the movies. Like if we're going to see a big superhero movie and we know like, well, every one of these guys is in a movie coming out this fall. I've seen a trailer for it. So like, (laughs) I know that they're not going to die in it. And like, I also know that like, it doesn't seem like Ben Kingsley's probably going to be coming back. So it's like, you already kind of like know how the movie's going to play out. Um, and yeah. they'll like do twists and turns, but like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough because like Disney did both of those things. Like Disney killed yes. Snoke in that crazy way and gave like Ryan Johnson all this freedom to make a movie that I adore that many, many people yell at me for adoring. Um, nope. I, it's it's my favorite Star Wars movie. I've said it a lot on this podcast. I don't fight me. Let's go. <laughs> you, kill me with a gun in the street if you need to. It's the only Star Wars movie I've ever enjoyed watching. Um, mm-hmm. I, I someone I was talking about like, like the new ones. Well, someone was talking about like how Obi Wan is just kind of okay, and I said, well, yeah, that's because they haven't taken a risk since the Last Jedi, and they because of Rise of Skywalker, they clearly learned the wrong lesson. So until they take a risk again, they're all going to be as bad as Rise of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, like don't know what to say, it's, guys. I'm bummed out about it. It's like a fine line between like fan service and like tedium because it's like you yeah. have to move it forward. But then, like, mm-hmm. moving it forward is what the fans want. So sometimes you're kind of playing right into their hand. Like, it's, I, I don't know. It's got to be very tough to, like, run a yeah. movie studio. Like, I'm very glad <laughs> I did <laughs> run a movie studio. Um, sorry, I just made that face. I got all excited because I figured I figured it out. I found the, I found the, the, the third movie that is the best of the three. Oh, mm-hmm. I, it's Toy Story 3. I was going, I've been sitting on it. Yeah. That and Return of the King were the two that I was going to bring up. Not that Return of the King is better than the other ones. But those were the but two that right. I was Return like, in, I was like, yeah. these are solid films. Toy Story 3 and Return of the King were the two trilogy movies that I could think of that I was like, these are incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Toy Story Something 3, bad. maybe you could be like, well, it's so dark that maybe I don't like it as much as the first two, but but it it, it succeeds as a third movie in a trilogy where a lot fail. I, I count a third movie a success if it's not the worst one. I, <laughs> I usually prefer the first one. Like... I, I think of the Bourne trilogy. I think the first Bourne movie is the worst one. I think it's good. Yeah. It's slow, yeah, you're so right. Color, but it's that movie, very slow. it just gets better yeah. and better. And I don't know how they pulled that off. Yeah, I think, um, oh, I was the thinking Ocean's about- The Ocean's movies? Yeah. 
I think Ocean's well, no, is... But Ocean's 8 is the best. Uh, Ocean's 11 <laughs> is the best, but Ocean's 8 is second. This is my opinion. I have not seen Ocean's 8 since I went to the movies with friends, and I went to oh, this it's... theater out in the valley where like, it was run by like teenagers, and <laughs> the lights were on. Like they do like before is they Is this even... in Van Nuys? Is this the yes. Van Nuys plant? Yes. I knew, fucking knew yeah. it was. Immediately <laughs> I hate um, that theater, but I went so many times when I lived over there. The lights were on like they are before the previews, and then they just <laughs> stayed on, like, and I'm, like, watching Sandra Bullock, like, and there's just, like, a light reflection on her face, and I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> and I went, oh, no. and I talked to, like, three different employees and was like, guys, the lights will not, you have to turn the lights off. And every one of them was like, I don't know what to tell you, ma'am. Like, I don't know what to <laughs> It has to be a dark room. Like, just don't put light bulbs in if you don't have to. But the room has to be dark, okay? I, I swear, I feel like the Van Nuys Regency Plant 16, whatever it is, is like the only theater in Los Angeles where I could stand up, walk to the screen, and just pee on the floor, yeah. and then go back to my seat and not get kicked out. You could out. do it in front of the manager. You could tell me the manager <laughs> of that movie theater was a horse, and that all of those people were taking <laughs> orders from a horse, and I would, without question, believe you. Instantly. <laughs> oh, wow. Is uh, that where no, we I saw do, Solo, I, Billy? Was that that I don't theater? remember. I feel I have, like probably. I think that's the only time I've been at the it's, one that you guys it's, are talking it's about. It's in a shop center by best, buy? best buy and a yeah, home yeah, depot yeah. and there's also like a sheriff's office yeah, there's like a by, police station connected yeah to it. it's like in the same parking lot which is the only reason that uh that horrible things don't happen there but i, I it also is the one time that i smoked a bunch of weed before going to see a movie in that parking lot like four cops drove by as i was smoking in the car and i was like this is it this is my last they couldn't take me now no those guys oh, were going to see incredibles too <laughs> okay so Things. Dinosaur movie. Well, or, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So, <laughs> yes, yes. So the, I'm trying to. I want to get to the bottom. I want to get to the south of what. What do all of these third movies have in common, and what is the bad thing about them? So I think, like Billy said, um, the first one that Billy said was uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Or no, sorry, uh, Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Uh, and that it starts very dark. I think that that is weirdly a part of the trilogy capper, is that the last one needs to be grim. Like, we're at the end of our journey. Everyone's coming together. It's the big final showdown. Pirates 3, and, like, I I also think, like, a lot of the times it's in the color scheme. A lot of the times they're, like, bluer movies. I don't really Mm -hmm. remember Return of the King, but I do remember it being, like, a darker movie visually. Yeah, Yeah, which is wild, because we have the Battle of Helm's Deep at the end of the second one, which takes place at night. But I feel like it's a a more, like, it's a, I understand the shape of the battle better than I understand the fully lit Battle of Minas Tirith in the third one. Yes. Mm the layout is more clear to the audience. Now there's also like way more people. It's supposed to be a much bigger battle, which is why it works so well. Cause it's fucking massive. But yeah, it's that mm-hmm. same thing where it's like, things are a little darker. Things are, I was thinking I'm a little bit of a, of a dark Knight rises apologist, mm-hmm. but like that movie opens up with like Bruce Wayne with a knee injury, being a recluse that hasn't been Batman in like six years. Yes. <laughs> it's like, we always start with our characters, like in a very disparate time. Um, I think like another common thread is that like, if 
there is a love relationship, it is on the rocks. Like it always, yes. we always start the third yeah. movie and things are like very rough with them. Um, Bonnie Bedelia having one line in Die Hard 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I know it's like I know it's not a trilogy. I know it's a, it's not a trilogy, but Die Hard 3 is the second best of all five Die Hard movies. I mean, if you wanted to count, I almost came on this podcast and brought Die Hard 4 because I, again, walk up to me in the middle of a street, blow me into a thousand pieces. I will fight on the hill of live free or die hard <laughs> until I am the last man left on this planet. I... <laughs> love that movie i think it is a perfect <laughs> movie it is incredible. it's yeah my only and this is only because i'm such i like die hard so much uh and i'm i'm older now my only critique of live free or die hard is um is that mclean is a little bit too much of a superhero yeah i mean yeah he is standing on a jet plane that's the first thing everyone always gives me is they're like yeah. he's standing on a yeah well go go, but, go but like, golf fine. i don't care i don't care <laughs> damn it I actually think my I, I love Die Hard one, but I think my favorite is uh, the third one. Is that Die Hard with a Vengeance? Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so to your point, I think if you did count the first three movies as a trilogy, it does kind of fit the mold. Like the, I think that you kind of in this in, in a trilogy, the second movie gets a lot of slack. The second movie can be kind of your fuck around movie. Like it, <laughs> it can actively almost be bad. And if the first movie and the third movie are good, it will almost make that movie better. I will give you yeah. the trilogy, quote unquote, of Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall. Correct. Uh, two very good movies. Third, Skyfall, I think, does kind of, it tries to close up a lot of arcs that are started in Casino Royale. You have a movie in the middle that is not a great but you have a marathon and watch all three of them together and you sandwich it in the middle you're, it's not gonna stand out as being terrible like it yeah. there was another movie that was like this that i was talking to someone about the other day that I, we compared it to this exact trilogy and now i'm blanking on a podcast which is embarrassing for me <laughs> you're good yeah, i'm well, you want to hear you want to hear my hot take Please. that I've talked about on this podcast and have made people angry and have had arguments with people about. Um, it's not about a trilogy. It's it's not about the trilogy. It is not about the failed Matrix trilogy. It is about the immensely <laughs> successful Matrix quadrilogy. Oh, Billiam! <laughs> he, I he loved it. I loved Matrix Four so much. I think it retroactively makes Matrix 2 and 3 better. I think it makes the whole series work in a way it didn't before. I am a Matrix I am a Matrix 4 apologist for the rest of my life. I loved it so much. I will much. give it to it's better than 3. I mean, I, I I don't think it's hard to be 3 is like watching like someone went and saw a Shakespeare play and then ran home to their house and tried to write one immediately. Like <laughs> have like the energy in their bones. It's so boring and and long-winded. Um, I thought I I went to watch all three of them before four and I sat down and I remembered thinking I fell asleep the last time I watched three. I hope that doesn't happen again. And I fell asleep three times during it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I like, and I was on alert. Damn it. Yeah. It's um, so, okay. What does matrix three do? That is take away four. We will, we can talk about four. <laughs> I will can, give you that it's not about the it. worst one. That I, that is probably as much ground as I will give you. 
Um, well, it's it's I well, Matrix. The problem I've always had with the Matrix Three and the Matrix Two, but mostly the Matrix Three, is that it does. And sorry to everyone listening that I literally talked about this three weeks ago, but it doesn't fulfill the promise of the first film. But then it pretends like it does. Like at the end of the movie, everyone's like, "We win! The the good guys won! The machines are." still there but like it's different now we did it we did what we said we would do and it's like no what you said you would do is that the one would show up and destroy the machines and free all the people and that does not happen but you act like it does yeah and that's why i like the fourth one so much because it's like well maybe the prophecy was bullshit and we just have to learn to live and be good people and make things better and and cohabitate and it, it makes the whole failed message of the third one be a message of failure which i like because it is uh, uh, and acknowledge the flaws in the lore and make, I think, it makes the lore of the Matrix more interesting and wraps up the story in a more complete way than they possibly could have with uh, 2 and 3. I think if, I mean, yeah, I would say if they stopped now, I would never... Yeah, I think they should. I don't think I would ever, like, look on the Matrix series and be like, that's a bad series. I don't... I would watch 4 again. I think, I think the thing that sucks about 4 is that they should have made it in 2000 and what it would have been like 2007 or eight yes. when like yes. right after three, you know, I think that they probably had like a feeling of like, we done did it. And I do agree that like, it's one of those legacy sequels were like waiting a while. Like it's cool to see Carrie Ann Moss and, uh, and Keanu Reeves together again. Like that's, that's yeah. really cool. But I think like that story could have still been told a couple of years later where he wakes up and, oh, damn it, I'm in the simulation again. I think you could have ended three on a cliffhanger of like when, yeah. when he kills them all, he blacks yeah. out and like we find out, oh, shit, like it didn't work. And he, like it's not satisfying, but I don't think I think it's more satisfying than what we get. I think the problem yes. with three is that like the two things that they clearly wanted to do with the Matrix was like. A, make it about philosophy, and B, make it about, like, Joel Silver action scenes. Like, classic. Yes. Like, yeah. like literally, like, hot off of, like, lethal weapon kind of action scenes. Yeah, because I, I, one of my problems with the third one is I find all of the action sequences in Zion, all of the stuff in the quote-unquote real world and outside of the Matrix, unbelievably boring. Yeah, because no one wants to see people fight, like, robot octopuses that's suck (laughs) and that's the thing i think that happens a lot of the time where like i kind of felt it in dinosaur movie three like you can very much (laughs) see that like the writer the creator like the whoever is at the wheel of the story there's always like themes that they will start with and you always have to like start light in the first one and the second one you know like add more but like there's always this sense of like we'll what they really care about is like what I'm trying to say. Like that's, <laughs> that's what they really want to know. And so it's like, well, of course, like, yeah, they'll want to see three hours of like this dystopian wasteland and like all these people, because like th- that ties better into my themes. And like that way I can really close, you know, these 40 character arcs that I've st- like, it's t- yeah. And a lot of times, like lately you get trilogies that are, there is no like single creative voice. Like you have a different person sliding in for the second movie. And then you've got someone coming back for the third movie who didn't have any say in the second movie. And is like, okay, how in the hell am I going to like wrap all of this up? Like, like wrapping a gift in like melting newspaper. (laughs) 
I just thought of one, and what was I it? I thought of one. Well, I mean, there's going to be really... a fourth movie, but John Wick. I would say the first one's great, second one is okay, and the third one is also great. I would agree but with there that. It's yeah. going to be a, yeah, there is going to be a fourth one, one, but I do feel like it could be a trilogy in a way. Um, yeah, but yeah, I would say the second was like okay and progressed and we got a better third movie if we have nine fast and furious movies we should have right a thousand money wise we should have 18 john wicks i'm sure it's so good can we keanu was busy doing matrix and couldn't make more john wicks which oh i didn't even think about mad max sorry i'm just scrolling through trilogies now i have never seen beyond thunderdome i cannot speak on it yeah, no, I haven't either. I just know that, like, it's not as good as the second one, but they're both better than the first one, which was, like, super low-budget experience. Yeah, I mean, the first one's, like, an indie... Like, it's kind of like going back and watching Desperado instead... Or watching El Mariachi instead of Desperado. Like, it is I a, love those movies. Uh, yeah, but, but they're yeah. both great, but, like, if you want, like, bigger action, you're gonna watch the studio one. Yeah, but do you count, do you count that as a trilogy with Once Upon a Time in Mexico being the third one? Because I love Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I love that I movie. I could be wrong, and there might be someone, like, screaming curses at my soul right now. But I think, is it Road Warriors, like, a direct remake of the first one, right? Like, same bad guy. Oh, for Mad Max. For Mad- yes, I think you're correct. And I don't think that's the case for, I think Desperado is, like, I think they reference El Mariachi. God. Oh, right, because El Mariachi is so loosey-goosey, yeah, so I th- low budget. I think that that is a trilogy, technically. And yeah, I would say that Once Upon a Time in Mexico might actually be my favorite of those three just because of how like ludicrous that movie is. Um, <laughs> I have another that, honestly, they're all successful, but I would argue the third is the best, which is Indiana Jones. Uh, I think oh. Last, Last Crusade is my favorite. Um, but Ooh, also, I like Temple of Dune because Raiders and Temple are all of them are great. <laughs> I but, know, but I think it's a yeah. case of if Temple of Doom was on its own and you didn't have those other two movies that you could sandwich in between for like a marathon. Mm-hmm. Temple of Doom's kind of gross. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's that's it why it traumatized me. me as a kid. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, I, oh yeah, watch it. That's what it does, but then you watch it as an yeah. adult and you're just like, dude, I'm like. He knows I'm going to eat today. Like, it's a two and a half hour movie, and I have to eat every four hours. Yep. Um, oh, well, this doesn't count because I've never yeah. seen a single one of them, which is really showing my hand here. I'm sorry, but the Dollars trilogy, A Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, and The what? Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah, no, oh, shaking his head. I've never seen these either. I wanted this to happen. I wanted my argument to fall apart. I wanted to. No, I'm. Well, no, no, I'm glad. But you're right. There's so. Cameras. But here's. Here's this list. This this it's Empire, it's Empire Online and they have a bunch of they're like three great trilogies. And as I'm sc- or like 33 great trilogies. And as I scroll through them, like they've got like the Hannibal Lecter trilogy and it's like The Silence of the Lambs is significantly better than Red Dragon and both of them are worlds better than Hannibal 2001. Yeah, you're going to tell me that um, Hannibal 2001 is a good movie. Yeah. Um and then they have like what are the, what's the one I saw the uh, uh that I was like what are you doing um oh oh well that's you you said you were a blade apologist but like <laughs> I'm like they I'm a 2004 action movie apologist oh there that's was never fair, that's a time fair. in filmmaking like yeah. like action movies from like 2002 to 2005 and so like here again X Men one through three the third one's the worst yeah. one like just 
uh, uh, the Naked Gun trilogy. That's a hot take. I um, I really like every single one of those. Is good. That's also another one where I think the second one isn't the best. And if you like slid it out and just watched it on its own, it's not the best. Now, do you have Lucy Goosey trilogies? Um, I've only seen Old Boy, but we could talk about Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, and Lady Vengeance as a trilogy, or even something that we've all we all know. <laughs> <laughs> right i know i've only seen old boy and Something i love it we've but heard um of before besides old yeah. the cornetto trilogy yeah i mean i think that like Shaun of the dead hot fuzz oh, and end of the world's it's end. packaged yeah. as a trilogy like in most like blue like i feel like that is very clearly a trilogy i would argue and i think like it's to each their own like i think every yeah like, and, like they are all good movies. I don't think there's a bad Edgar Wright movie. I did not love Last Night in Soho, but th- I, that's fine. I still haven't seen yeah. that. I wanted to though. Um, but like, even anyway. even on this list, they have the audacity at, in twelfth place to put Alien, Aliens, Alien Three. I love and Alien like, Three, Alien... but no, it's not. It's not the same kind of quality of a movie. It's it's right. fun. It's like like it, it it is the top of like those B like 90s creature feature flicks it's great mm-hmm. but as an alien movie it's just like that was such a good like one-two punch of like at that time no one did science fiction like ridley scott and then fucking yep. james cameron was like well no one does action like me and i like this so let me do it and then he <laughs> did it and it worked yeah he did it yeah it and it's incredible insane. we don't do that anymore we don't i don't think no. we trust directors enough to like let them be like let me come over to your studio and like do like do the sequel to this movie like i i don't we don't do that anymore which um probably there is a there is a big one that we have not touched on yet which i don't think the third one is the best one but when it comes to wrapping up a story in a satisfying way i think they knocked it out of the park we haven't even talked about back to the future i had that locked and loaded ready to bring up Uh, (laughs) Because I watched those for the first time in 2020, I believe. Um, yeah, and well, and it's the, just the it's third just one because... isn't superior, but they do give you a nice little bookend. And I now, I like and that the... to be fair, it's because it's because it was basically written as one long movie, which yeah. is what are like, and they filmed it that way, like they knew what they were doing. They knew they were doing a trilogy all along. Oh, okay. Um, which they was filmed, very helpful. I mean, it's why Lord of the Rings works. The... It's why you know. They filmed two either, and three at the same time. Yeah, two and three at the same time. I was like, I knew that either one and two or two and three were filmed at the same yeah, time. I, yeah, when I think about that trilogy, I think all three. I mean, I'm a sucker for Westerns, so like I was always going <laughs> yeah. to like really like. I have a special place in my heart for three, or, or sorry, for two. I go back to two more than any of them. I think that it's. Because it's the most, I mean, not to be a Doctor Who nerd, but it's like the wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, all nuts. the puzzle pieces yeah. of time travel. Yeah. They have to make it work. They have to go back and forward. And back. Yeah, yeah. That, me, it's a lot, lot of, of the fun. times, like the first movie in a trilogy is usually like the tamest and like has to do a lot of the uh, groundwork of like building, you know, a lot of exposition, a lot of like building this like big wide narrative. And so they don't really get to like go off the chain. And so I always think like, a good trilogy, the second movie should be like, I mean, it sucks. They never made a third one, but like Gremlins 2, to what Gremlins <laughs> 2 does to Gremlins 1 is what a good second in a trilogy should do. Just like absolutely like bug nuts crazy, like have fun with it because now you've built this world, like go play and have fun in it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I adore that trilogy. I think that it's very good. And like uh, uh, 
a bad one. Uh, this reminded me of the Ninja Turtles trilogy. I think the third one. Oh, in that one is, yes. Uh, is the 90s Harry Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Bay never made a third yes. one. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I say what you will about this series. I'm a, I'm going to hell one day, so it's fine. Um, I only like Transformers 3. Um, of that entire series, the third one, I think, is an actual competence. It is very yes. rare that Michael Bay can put together a competent <laughs> story. Uh, he did it this year with Ambulance. It is very rare. That man is so loosey-goosey on set and in editing, he, it's like he just runs on ketamine. So when he does do something coherent and good, and he make Patrick Dempsey a bad guy, now you got yeah. me. Now you got me. I mean, no, I remember I didn't see Transformers 3 in theaters because of how atrocious Transformers 2 was. Back. I mean, was unbelievable. Like, how do you, because the first one is so fun and it just, it's so fun good. and it works. Yeah. How do you trip that hard? And then my fiance, my now fiance, he, he was like, no, it's great. How did you, it's so, it's the action's insane. It's so crazy. And so we rented it one night and watched it and I did, I loved it. But, uh, Here's my Transformers hot take, and it's because it's not Michael Bay. The best Transformers movie is Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, Bumblebee, came too late. Bumblebee yeah, nobody cared. Nobody cared at that point to see it. But Bumblebee is exceptional. It's the best Transformers movie by far. Yeah. I, I have this feeling about Bumblebee that I have about Ryan Reynolds. Like, Bumblebee, they, <laughs> they made too many, and it was too late. I feel that way about yes. Ryan Reynolds right now. He does so much, and so much of it is bad and makes my eyes want to come out of my bottom. That when he does do a good one where he's playing a likable character, I'm, he's I'm already mad. Like he already pissed. Me. Like it's too late. You shouldn't have yeah. done so many bad ones if you if you had a good one in you. Uh, okay, I have a stupid one sure. because it shouldn't count. But where where the third movie is unequivocally the best one, unequivocally the Wolverine trilogy. If we can call it. Okay, that. so you're starting with X-Men Origins. <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then the Wolverine, yeah. and ending with Logan. Yeah. I mean, I think technically Logan is wrapping up it's, like nine movies, but yeah. Yes, and I also think that um, uh, uh, the Wolverine is a reboot and Logan is a reboot of a reboot. Uh, <laughs> so maybe they're not really a trilogy. This is probably fucking like word salad to some people out there. But I, again, I will go on a tangent now. I will fight on the the, the hill of the Wolverine. I like the Wolverine. Oh, I've, I've never watched it, but I've heard so many good things lately. I need to go back and It actually and watch feels it. like a comic book movie. You have to find, uh, it's, it's uh, I think when it's streaming, look for like the director's cut. There's like a, yes, I've heard that. Like a too. ten minute scene where he's got like a snowplow and he's just like chopping dudes up for like a long time, and they just cut it out <laughs> of the movie in the theater, and it was in the trailers. And I remember sitting in the theater being like, "No, we got. I think we got like a weird cut. That's, that's there's supposed to be a scene in here. They cut it out." <laughs> I just, I yeah, yeah, and it's also it almost feels like the trilogy has to be planned from the beginning, with the exception of Toy Story three, where they managed to knock it out of the park. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the reason Lord of the Rings works so well is because it was always going to be one long story cut up into three movies. Yeah. They weren't trying to figure out what the third movie was going to be after the first one or the first two were already finished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's why Lord of the Rings is so fucking great, I think, because it's, it, they literally get more exciting and there's bitter, bigger, bigger and better payoff each time. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I think that's what, like, I think that's what we're both saying is like, Mm -hmm. I think instead of holding all of the payoff for the third movie, you have to like be delivering it throughout the trilogy. That way you're yes. like not completely stuck, 
on having to like answer all of these questions, give all of this away um, so quickly. I mean, like, you know, again, it's like, it's like seasons of a TV show is kind of the same way. Like, you know, the first season is usually like pretty tame compared, like, if you watch the eighth season of a show most times, and then you go back and watch like the first season, you're going to be like, Oh shit. Like it's boring <laughs> in comparison. Like yes. it's this like slow ramp up, but it's like, it's just tough. Cause yeah, you, you have to do so much, but you're also getting bigger and bigger each time. It sucks that the dinosaur movie has not been out longer uh, for you guys to have seen it because God, I want to talk a lot of smack about it because well, you know I what to hey, ask, I hey. wanted to I, I'm assuming you weren't thrilled by it um, <laughs> but was Laura Dern good that's yeah, the only I mean, reason Laura I wanted Dern to see is it good in anything I think the only person who's like actively bad in it is Jeff Goldblum and it's not his fault he they just wrote him someone did like a Jeff Goldblum voice in their head and they were like this is what he sounds like and they wrote that role and then Jeff Goldblum was like okay cool and then you just did it, and it's like it's off-putting because it's like you're just being you. Like you, Ian Malcolm was not Jeff Goldblum, um, right? I, you know what? Here we, you know what, Dagny? Here we go. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to see Jurassic World Dominion, just skip ahead about ten minutes. All right, go nuts. No, I, it's it's not even worth it to do that. It's it's just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I haven't seen any of the Chris Pratt Jurassic whatever world universe whatever but um so you uh, all that to say you're welcome i know you're welcome to um talk shit about it because i I have not watched it i like that trilogy in some ways i think that colin trevorrow is like a deeply weird dude and i think like it's funny i just did a podcast uh um franchiseography if you want to go check it out franchiseography uh, um about fallen kingdom but he you know, Spielberg essentially picked him to be like, you're my, you're my guy. I will pass away from this mortal coil and you will go on to make the good Amblin movies that like inspire people. And, you know, like those cool movies that give kids, you know, Temple of Doom, like that scare kids that like, you know, it like, uh, uh, introduce kids to fantasy, to science fiction. And he thinks that he has like the sentimentality that Spielberg has, but he doesn't. He's like a very deeply cynical person. And so I find his big budget movies so weirdly interesting because they always start with that like Amblin logo. And then like within 10 minutes, you are seeing like raptors, like chewing dudes throats out. There's like always like corporate espionage, like espionage and like backstabbing. Like it, this new one is so like it, the bad guy is essentially Elon Musk and they they write him to just be Elon Musk. Essentially it kind of Steve Jobs and they write him to be Steve Jobs in a way that's just like not interesting. Like it's just so like, it doesn't capture the, I keep imagining like a kid watching these movies and they're just like so adult, but also yeah. like so not how adults act or talk. It's just very, <laughs> And the the second movie he didn't direct because he was in director jail because around that time he lost his Star Wars movie and they took away his directing card for a while. And so it was directed by a director named J.A. Bayonia, who did, he was a Spanish director who did The Orphanage, which if you've never seen it, it's incredible. But he was like a horror director. And so he came in and did the second one and... It sucks. Like, I will look back on this trilogy fondly, 
they are like the epitome of a dumb summer movie to me. Um, <laughs> but I will, it is one where I will think like, oh yeah, this kind of upholds my theory that like most trilogies, like the third one is the bad one. Um, yeah. shoot. you know, um, Dagny, this, this review I was talking about earlier has a line in it that <laughs> oh, said, yeah. if I had, a, if I had a kid who loved dinosaurs, who I hated, I would take him to see this. Oh movie. my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's everyone go read that review before you see the movie. You know you're not going to like it. Don't don't be like, well, it's going to cloud my judgment. You have a you know your judgment. Read, <laughs> read the review and then pay attention um, to what they point out because they point out something I didn't notice is that it it like cuts away at the most pivotal parts of action scenes. They said they so said they called him a dominatrix. They said he's a, so yeah. Colin Trevorrow <laughs> oh, is no. a cinematic dominatrix, ruining the climax of every scene he directs. <laughs> oh wow! That's um, and just they talk about like there's a plane title. crash, and then you don't like they're they're gonna like they're like in a plane, and the plane's gonna crash, and then they're like on the ground, and they've survived the plane crash, but you don't actually. Yeah, see there's like the dinosaurs chasing crash. them, and they see a staircase, and then it just like cuts to them at the top of the staircase, like. And it's funny, like, I, I didn't even really notice that the first time I watched it, because again, like, I give these movies the benefit of the doubt. Like, I yeah. I want to like, the, like, it is so easy to hate on this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I want to go in and be like, okay, like, y- yes, like, it's so easy to be like, it sucks. But, like, 300 people worked on it, and so much money went into it, like... 300? There's yeah, okay, that's probably gross miscalculation. <laughs> so, go watch the 10-minute trailers, I'm sure. Yeah. Or credits. Um, or cre- yeah, credits, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, continue. I, yeah, I, I... There has to be, like, good parts. And, like, the thing that I hate about my brain is that I will go to bad movies twice. If, like, if I go see a good movie... <laughs> I went saw Top Gun Maverick the other day. Great movie. Wonderful movie. I'll never see it again in my life. I want (laughs) to study the bad movies. I saw the bad dinosaur movie twice. I went and saw it again yesterday. (laughs) Like a damn crack addict. Because like, I I went and saw Transformers 4 twice in theaters. Because I was like, let me get seen in here. Let me get in here. Like, I'm the damn, I'm Alan Grant. I'm the damn paleontologist scrubbing these damn fossils looking for a little morsel of dna something oh my god that's funny yeah but it's like you have to you have to figure out why how where i'm just intrigued by it something that goes by so many levels of clearance and especially as like you know the tragedy you know like being a storyteller sucks because like it's so hard for people to hear your stories and a lot of the times when they do hear your stories, you have to make compromises and it's not even your story anymore and blah, blah, blah. Like right. we, we all know the story. So it's like, it is fascinating when you see something where it's like, okay, well this one did get made. Like th- this is the thing that they were looking for. This is the sauce that they're after. And it's so bad. And it's so like yep. crazy off base with reality that you have to, yeah, you have to dig deeper and be like, what, like, what is it? Like what, there's something here. There has to be. <laughs> oh, so well, Hunter, would I you recommend? Like... Would you recommend everybody go flock to the theaters and see the end of this trilogy? <laughs> go see this one first, then <laughs> watch the first two, and I think you'll have a good time. the The first two. I might do that because I haven't seen the first two. It, it does not matter. The, 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 yeah. the undo. Like every time they do something cool. It's undone by the next movie. Spoilers. It like it's it's oh, the last two minutes of the last movie, but at the last like 
there's there's a you know like a hundred dinosaurs are like in this big room and they are unleashed into the world and so like the end of the movie is like a raptor's looking down on like Encino and then there's like you know there's a there's a T-Rex and he broke into the zoo and he's like roaring at a lion and you're like okay cool so the next movie is gonna be like oh shit like they're they gotta get from like Wyoming to California and they gotta like you know go through America but now there's like dinosaurs everywhere and it's like post-apocalyptic no the movie takes place four years after that last movie and they solved the problem <laughs> already and they reherded all the dinosaurs to a new island and it's like what the fuck like what yeah what do you want i us told to that in? like what do you want i i told that to my fiance and i said well they solved the problem of all the dinosaurs in act one and he was like what <laughs> he's like what's the what's then what is this movie about and i said genetically modified locusts yes. and he looked at me is it like really? i was yes. fucking with him there are almost as many locust scenes as there are dinosaur scenes where it's just like, it's so sad to, that's the thing that kills me about these legacy trilogies. And that's why, like, I feel like we're kind of doomed when it comes to trilogies lately is that when they're bad, not only are they bad, but you're watching Laura Dern and Sam Neill swat at the air like goddamn lunatics and like <laughs> yell at these cartoon locusts that are like, it is so deeply embarrassing. Like I don't want to see Harrison Ford shuffling around like, like, like with his fucking like nanny, like just off screen being like, Harrison, get back, get back on set. <laughs> He's like, oh, like, I don't, that sucks. Let him go be retired if that's what he wants. Like, yeah, it, just, yeah. it kills me. It makes them so much worse. Yeah. Oh, hmm. well, before, before we wrap up Dagny and Hunter, <laughs> Please, I gotta do go we have any Hunter rock for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any more optimistic takes on trilogies? I mean, I mean, I, I believe Lord of the Rings is, is the. The, the mold, but like I original Star Wars isn't half bad. Honestly, the prequels aren't half bad because uh, Revenge of the Sith actually stuff happens. Um, Did John talk you into liking the a prequels? little bit? I still don't, I don't know. I don't like them. Revenge but, of the know. Sith is probably the best of those three. Uh, yeah, uh, which is a low bar, yeah. but it feels like you're watching a cartoon. It's like it's like early two thousand CGI for hours. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, for so long. Um, I mean, Indiana Jones is great. Toy Story is great original star wars uh yeah, uh, uh it sucks i'm blanking now and then the second we hang up like i'll think of a thousand i think if you count because there was like a 10 year gap in between like the first three lethal weapon movies are like a real oh yeah trilogy and i love that third one um even though i wouldn't call it a trilogy in the sense that like it doesn't really like wrap up anything like he find a <laughs> wife that doesn't die in this one but that's like the only <laughs> sure that we get um and we've got we've got more trilogies on the horizon i am optimistic about the inevitable knives out trilogy we just got the first teaser for the second one but those those two they're going to be unrelated they're going to be a different murder each movie so like fine uh i'll give you i'll give you a a trilogy um mission impossible four five and six I that's a great take. That's a great take. For the first time I watched those, re- they're so good. They're wonderful. And I think Chris McQuarrie coming to the series, like he's doing the back two, and I I think it's in great hands. I think like the, those movies are what the Fast and Furious movies wish so badly they be. Like, uh-huh. yeah, they're so good. Um, I'm sure, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about a couple James Bond, you know, like there are actually like, 
not really trilogies as much, but like in some of the like Roger Moore James Bonds, there's like twofers. Like there's Sp- oh Spy yes, love me, and then Moonraker are like back to back with and Jaws is in both. Yeah. Um, yep. So like they would uh, 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 the two Timothy Dalton ones are kind of like a twofer. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna be so mad at myself when I think of good ones after this, but I do think like. I think it's something to look out for. I think like now when you are hyped about a trilogy and you see like ads for the third one, if it yep. if it's like very blue and green, if like characters <laughs> are saying things like like you you've let us down for the last time or like get away from me. Yeah. Like just be <laughs> concerned. Be like cautiously <laughs> concerned. Yeah. Um, my last hot take that I just thought of was, I think, making the Hunger Games four movies really hurt it. Yeah, um, just added because kind of the first out by that time, the first the first two are so much better than the last two, yeah. and it's because the the last two are so dragged out. And also, this is uh, bizarre, but the um the 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 movies aren't as dark as the book, and it really hurts yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's um the uh the third book is horrible, and that's why it works. Yeah. Uh, because we knew we were always building there and it, it, it on And that's the thing. They don't try to subvert expectations. There's a couple things that there, there's the big thing at the end where she, she, she kills the other president, um, which is a great subversion of expectations. But beyond that, it's like, yeah, they're going to go to war and a lot of people are going to die. And it's like, what happens? So well, they go to war and a lot of people are going to die. And the movie feels like they're like, but what if less people died and everyone was a little nicer, but the same stuff happened. And you're like, well, that, that hurts the whole message of the whole thing. Yeah, It's so weird. Like, it feels to me like Hunger Games was in the zeitgeist longer than many things, but it was really like 2012 to 2015. It was like three years. Yeah. Twilight was around for like eight. It took a while. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like I, when I think about like Hunger Games, I'm always like, God, I remember when those movies, like they were coming. Like, no, they just came out like once a year for four years. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. hey, we're getting a we're getting a fucking prequel, well, yeah. um, which I know the book was already written, but they're making the movie. So we'll nothing see. original exists on this earth anymore. We're gonna like fucking no. we're gonna get like Dunstan checks in the miniseries on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how are we feeling? We're gonna move on. Are we feeling good? I mean, I really Same. I had a great time. I think yeah. we, can, great, we can bury this. Topic. I'm right, and and everyone who thinks I'm wrong <laughs> is wrong, and I agree with you guys for saying that. <sighs> Well, here on Poptimus, we like to end the show with a game, and this is a game we call What a Pitch. It's where our guest will give us uh, uh, something we have to pitch him, a project, a movie, a TV show, a video game, a zine, uh, a uh, a Kate Bush cover album, and uh, You haven't Dagny even I will... watched the new season. I know you can respect her as an artist. Dagny, but... Dagny, I am a gay man. Don't come here acting like I don't know who Kate Bush is. No, I know uh, you know. Like, but, why uh, is everyone just now discovering Kate Bush? Yeah, it's wild. No, it's, it's wild. It's like Seal. It's like, they, yeah. <laughs> because they're not popular now does not mean they're not like a household name to most yeah, right. people, I feel like. Right. Uh, but um, I think uh, Dagny goes first this week. Oh, okay. Right? Because didn't I? I went first last week. Yeah, you walked out of the room. So I'm going to take my headphones yes, off and you, you guys right. go nuts. Hunter, what is what am I pitching? I, it's Tuesday night I and 8 p.m. <laughs> I hope I'm I hope I'm alert enough to improv a pitch right now. But so I'm I, I'm telling you and you're going to pitch to him. This is great for people who are on episode 63. They're like, oh, yeah, you have to know the <laughs> rules. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So you give me a prompt. I pitch you my idea. 
you give Billy the same prompt, he pitches you his idea, and then you pick which one you would rather see or... Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like a Glee video game. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I thought it would be somewhat related to trilogies. I don't know no. why I thought that. No, 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 no. This is incredible because this is Will Schuster is the villain. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Honestly, it could... I would be down for like a dead or alive, just two person. But no, hmm. I'm trying to think. I think many there are, based on what I've seen on Twitter, there are many people out there that would love the chance to virtually throttle Leah Michelle and like throw her <laughs> like, a, like she's made that's, a paper. That's what I'm. I'm imagining. Um. Oh my gosh, not Jamie Lee Curtis. What is wrong with? Oh, me? oh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, thank you. And Leah Michelle as their characters, dead like dead or alive, soul caliber fighting each other. Hey, I think that would sell uh, units. I think that'd be great. And then Will Schuster is the boss. Um yeah, I think that's all. I think I would keep it simple. I'm sure I could if I had more time to think, I would make a whole because I am relatively passionate about Glee. Um, I would come up with something a little more in depth, but I, I think a just a fighter where we can destroy Leah Michelle, the illiterate Leah Michelle. <laughs> um, it's so tough. Famously can't read. Just kidding. I, we, that's not confirmed. The characters on that show are like all, <laughs> they have such tragic stories in real life <laughs> that the idea of like whomping on them in a game just seems so dark to me. It is. It is sad. Yeah. It, I, it will also, sell units, I promise. It will sell you. I, yeah, that's, if we're keep if we're trying to keep it actiony, if we wanted like you know like Disney Channel desktop type games, I could do that. But I think the more actiony, more I love it. One would be fighting. Okay, Billy, come back. Do 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 do. Hey, I'll hey hey. I'm up. I'm back. Hi, you're gonna like this one. All right, let's go for it. Uh, pitch me a uh, Glee video game. <laughs> <laughs> My immediate thought is to do like a Dance Dance Revolution slash Rhythm Karaoke game. However, that is not what I actually want to pitch because that's too easy. I recently started playing Persona 5 uh, because it was free. And I want, a, like the social I, want, I want a full high school simulator yeah. where you have to maintain relationships, yeah. join clubs, Aww. do after school activities, but also at night, in persona you're a superhero you're like a thief who's also like, like a jumping into jane lynch's mind and like curing her of her like <laughs> big honestly which is persona glee edition is just that but instead it's going to be more like a hannah montana take mm -hmm. where at night you play as leah michelle obviously and uh, uh it, there's no text boxes everything has to be read to you because she can't read and, um, okay. uh, we both uh, made the joke I'm Poor so glad. Um, so basically you have to like move up the, through the glee ranks of the glee club, but at night you have to have your own solo career where you're trying to get on Broadway where she puts on a blonde wig and goes by the name of Mia Lachelle. Actually, no, she goes by the name Dawn Finch because that was the fake name she used the one time I delivered Postmates to her. So Dawn Finch is an aspiring Broadway star uh, in a blonde wig. And throughout the course of the game, when you're at school and you're maintaining relationships, it's very clear that like everyone knows it's her, but they're all keeping up appearances because she's violent and dangerous. Uh, but yeah, basically, basically it's a high school simulator, almost like a dating simulator with a oh. rhythm game, music, nighttime secret identity subplot. <laughs> Interesting. That was, that was way more in depth than mine. Good job, Billy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Hunter, now you have the uh, unfun task of picking a winner. 
I would love nothing more than to play as a student at whatever the fuck high where Glee takes place at the, at the at what I think we can all describe as the worst school in America. Yes. <laughs> um, and as much as I would like to dig into the heads of those champions and all of their <laughs> angst, uh, social simulators are always 60 hour games and I don't have the time for that. I'm a gamer <laughs> on the go. So I so I have to go with Dagny's uh, uh, yes. uh, almost like a, a Def Jam style. Uh, what was the Def Jam game where it was all the rappers fighting each other? And they were fighting? It was like Def Jam Smackdown yeah. or something. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. It's cause... essentially that, but yeah, with the real rappers over at, uh, at Glee. Something about like taking their Glee covers and having those be the backing tracks <laughs> of these fights. And just seeing Schuster oh, and Jane Lynch just really, you know, just really go yeah. after each other. Did you guys ever really see when pitch. he played the Grinch? Did y'all see his Grinch? <laughs> yes, it was so bad. I did not watch it, but I saw enough clips oh, to know that yeah. I didn't want to I didn't watch need it to. I, I could imagine in my head what it was going to look like. And I, yeah. so, did you so hear that he, that he got kicked off from being a, a judge on whatever on So You Think You Can Dance? Because he came dressed as the also- Grinch? He wouldn't, he wouldn't leave costume? <laughs> Well, he also was barefoot a lot. Like he, if you, they took shots from behind the judges' table. He just never had shoes oh, on, which I get. Him. I would also take my shoes off. I mean, RuPaul judges in sweatpants. Don't spoiler alert. That's true. I, only only drag from the hips up. Yeah, I you don't take. I saw this in a TikTok circling back to TikTok. So do take it with a, as a grain of salt because it's it could. Be I get all my news salt. from TikTok. What are you talking about? I get most of my news from TikTok. Um, my parents would be so ashamed. Just kidding. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. No shoes. No, no shirt. Shoes. No judging. No Will Shoe. <laughs> no shoes for Will hey, Schuster. Um, Dagny, uh, so sorry. I'm so sorry to everyone listening. You you pitch like a, a Glee fighting game? I did like Dead or Alive, but you could play as the Glee character. Def Jam Icon. So, she pitched Def Jam Icon. Yeah, yeah, so if you could do like tag teams, so like two and two, and you could like tag out and come back in and have fight. You could act. You could like theoretically have a fight with all the characters whose actors have died already. Billy, we, did, we didn't need to do that. I I was <laughs> subtle and respectful about it. The way that I brought yeah. up that yes, much I, of that cast is either in prison or beneath the earth. No, no, the one in prison committed. Sorry, this is really dark. Billy, he's he's also yes. under the ground. He is also under the curse. It's a a cursed show. And then one Um, of them's Leah Michelle, which is the most cursed. Yeah. (laughs) She listens. She's like an avid listener to this podcast. And she's like, oh no, (laughs) my nightmare. Leah Michelle, if you're listening, I'm not sorry. You're the reason I had to walk a mile to work every day at Paramount. So, um, yeah. And she's definitely listening. She's not reading the transcript of this episode. (laughs) Damn, get her ass. (laughs) <laughs> her illiterate ass damn it come on <laughs> yeah. oh wow we're so wow. this is this this was such a fun episode and then we got so mean fun. at the end um we started uh, off the, the, oh we I, did i started off I ranting about the you, Joker, Billy, so. every time we record in the evenings and specifically weekdays it's like the day has jaded us and we're less optimistic <laughs> by the end of the day it's work has crumbled all of my optimism out of me to where it's harder to do this but I think you're right. Sunday mornings, we are Sunday like late afternoons after we've, you know, had a weekend. We tend to be a little more happy, but sometimes we do these late night records and we're both oh, like, wow. Fuck Billy's writing that Lady Gaga movie trivia high. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, before we wrap up, Hunter, do you have anything you'd like to plug? 
Yes, uh, <laughs> if you go to TikTok and your fingers slip on the keyboard and you accidentally type in the words Principal Sterling, uh, you'll see some very dumb shit uh, that, sometimes, that sometimes goes semi-viral. Uh, and uh, if you're in LA, I do stand up sometimes. My name, my name is on the podcast. I don't need to say it. It'd be weird to say it now. Um, I do want to say, you say some very dumb things. Hunter, the, the dumbest things make me laugh so hard you yeah. did that one that one that was like get to know me and it's like this is my face <laughs> and something and when it's like and something that i love and a thing i hate and the thing you loved was women's fencing and the thing you hated was men's fencing yeah. and for whatever reason Sweet that comedy. beat in that video i mean i started i like burnt like out loud i just like <laughs> like it got me so hard it was so stupid and it made me laugh yeah. I, I went over to Dagny's apartment to record Pop that week me. and I said, have you seen Hunter's new video? And I pulled up that one because it made me laugh so hard. It's so this stupid. This is what my parents so have funny. always wanted for me. So this, <laughs> this was the dream <laughs> when, they, when they spent $160,000 on my college. <laughs> TikTok fame right. will be... Uh, I feel like everybody's working towards that in some... Oh my God, I'm going to be promoting... How depressing. I'm be promoting Ziploane and fucking Stamps to Go. I can't. I can't remember any ads now, and I listen to podcasts all the time. I can't remember a single ad. Casper mattresses brought to you by. No one uses Casper mattress anymore. I have a Casper mattress, and they are not sponsoring us. I sleep on onestamps.com. That's what I sleep. (laughs) Uh, All right, Dagny, take us away. My cat is ready to go to sleep. He's clung on to me now. Uh, This has been Poptimus. Thank you so much, Hunter. This was very fun. Thank Thank you for coming back and doing this little song and dance yet again. Of course, of course. Uh, Yep. Because now he's over. Um, So thank you for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out previous episodes of Poptimist and upcoming episodes. We release an episode ideally every Wednesday. Sometimes, ideally, <laughs> that's the ideally every Wednesday we release new episodes. Um, but to keep updated, uh, follow us on Instagram at Poptimist Pod, and we'll let you know as soon as a new episode drops. Um, we don't annoy you. We only post once a week, and <laughs> so don't feel like you're in for a huge investment following us. Uh, anyway, sorry, I got off track there. If you liked this episode, be sure to comment, subscribe, rate five stars, all that good stuff, um, and let us know your thoughts in the comments. I, again, when we film, or we're filmed, Jesus, when we record at night, my brain is not as full functioning as it could it. be, but I think I got all of it. Oh, email yeah. us if you feel like it, if you feel like <sighs> laying your heart out and telling us your hot takes at poptimistpot at gmail.com. Um, I think that's everything. Everybody have a good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever time you're listening. Sleep well, everyone. Sleep well. I'm going to go sleep well. Um, But thank you all for listening. Everyone say goodbye. 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 Is that? (laughs) He muted himself. He was ready to go. Bye.